Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Let's do this. Coming to you live tonight from the Fox Sports Radio studios, the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. With Arnie Spanier, I'm Chris Plank. And I got to admit, Arnie, yeah. we've, we've been fortunate in this, uh, in this show's history to be on the air doing some really cool events, World Series, some Sunday night football games. But I don't know. Don't how forget, gonna... don't, don't forget fighting, MMA, all that stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, great, great events, great events. Yeah. I don't know how I'm gonna handle hockey tonight because I was telling our producer Eric Roberts, who is a true diehard Kings fan. Now, I'll be honest with you, I am a Johnny come lately. I get in during the playoffs and act like I know what I'm talking about, but I don't just kind of go in, Arnie. I go all in. I go all in like I've been watching all season long. I go all in like up till 2 in the morning on Friday night wow. watching them lose. Yeah, it was a crazy night, which everyone in, in L.A. is like, oh, it's just midnight. Well, imagine if you were on the East Coast trying to follow that. But we are in the middle of the second period. The Kings are up 1-0, and I've got to try to calm myself down. We have uh, Bobo has his finger on the delay just in case. 
anything happens to break out oh, here. I'm trust me already, he's he's already hit the dump button because whenever you lead with hockey, he's hit the dump button. You you get fired for this. Trouble. You know that, don't you? I'm in trouble for leading with hockey. I, this is one of those moments, though, where I wish we could sit and debate and discuss. I mean, come on, Arnie. One of the, I guess you could say, snake-bitten franchises oh my has goodness. absolutely tanked already with the oh my Washington goodness. Capitals. We could do a whole show on this, but again, we like having listeners and yeah. don't want to chase yeah. everyone away. Is there, no but offense, is there a Roberts. more snake-bitten franchise in all of sports than the Capitals? Damn, I don't know, It man. used to be to the Cubs, I think. It used to be the Cubs. There was a time when it was kind of considered maybe the Dodgers from 88 on to to get to that point. You know, the Raiders were for the longest time in the 70s where you'd get to the championship. But this is a different level. Oh, oh, yeah. This is being incredible during the regular season and then awful early in the playoffs. Oh, Again, we like our jobs. Yes, so we do. We shall move on. We shall move on here with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. This was a. Uh, this has been, I guess, I should say, a rather eventful first two days of the NBA playoffs. I know you and Aaron Torres talked about it a lot on the Saturday night edition of Arnie's show with another co-host here on Fox Sports <laughs> Radio. Uh, but for today. I mean, I, you, you couldn't really ask for much more. You had the crazy finish with Boston and Milwaukee. You had LeBron James walking off the court early. Oh, my goodness. Most, oh, my one goodness. One of the most shocking first-round matchups so far. The Thunder were shooting out of their minds, but yet only win by eight. And then you had a near upset tonight with the Rockets and the T-Wolves. Well, Pretty good day. I, I, I got to say something. First of all, the listeners should know, and you know this better than anybody, I only really text you when something bad happens, like, oh, Oklahoma loses, or the Raiders Raiders. lose, or the Dodgers lose, or what do your teams lose? Yeah, I'm I'm the first to text you, right? Am I Mm -hmm. not? Yeah. And it's so, not, hey, how you yeah. doing, buddy? No, it's oh, no, over, no. Yeah. done, finished. Done, yeah. Something, and no sorry is yeah. just too bad. Yeah. Just straight with the salt shaker right to the open wound. Nothing, <laughs> no, nothing, you know, no pleasantries, nothing like that. I got to tell you, I, I texted you right away and I said, did LeBron just leave the game while it was still going on in in the in that text in that voice? I go, you you got to be kidding me! Do you remember the first thing I thought about was it Randy Moss that left the sideline with like three seconds left of the game? Remember that? Uh, he and Andre Johnson did it. Right? Yeah, Andre and Johnson we did roasted him. I'm watching LeBron walk toward the tunnel or in the tunnel. The clock is still going on. I know they're running out the game and the game is over. But how dare you leave your teammates behind, uh, you know, because you're embarrassed and you just got walloped at home. I just lost so much respect for him. I got to tell maybe it's no big thing because I haven't heard anybody get outraged about it. But he just left his teammates high and dry and walked up the court while the game was still going on, Plank. Well, they played like crap. I mean, if you want to, maybe he didn't want to have to deal with them. That was just, and, and even there was that point in the third quarter where you thought, all right, this has been a mirage for a while. Here come the Cavaliers. Right. And then the bottom kind of fell out. But, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm kind of with you on this, and I hate to say it. Not, not, I, don't, I don't hate agreeing with you, Arnie, but I always feel like you get painted, even if you're Tom Brady or 
whomever we've had recently that has walked off without shaking hands. You know, LeBron's done it a few times. I think Russ gets – I just – that to me, it doesn't take much to go over and at least talk to a couple of guys to say, hey, good game. No, no, no. Forget even that. You don't say good game after game one of a seven-game series. You walk off the court. I'm okay with that. But you don't leave your teammates hanging behind you in an 18-point loss. You wait till the clock hits zero, and you walk off with your teammates. You know better than they are. I mean, what are they going to just to walk off together? I mean, they go over and they shake hands with the opponents every now and then. You see one of your boys, you're like, hey, good job. See you tomorrow night or whenever they're playing again. I mean, you're acting so like wait, they're, so they're me, reaching for the chopper wait, and they're not. They're me, kicking a dude back down to the turf. Let me get this right. So just to understand, Raiders are losing 42 nothing. Two minutes left in the game. You have no problem, Derek Carr, going, you know what? I want to get an early jump on showering. I'll see you guys later. See you Monday in practice. I, I don't understand that. That's not what I'm that. saying. That's not what I'm saying. My point is you're acting like as if it's not necessarily in a situation where sometimes they might go to say to the other team, hey, good job. I mean, you you want to be there for your team, but yet I, I don't understand. It's not like everyone goes line up. One, two, here we go. Walking off the court, left, right. I mean, come on, next, man. I mean, next time the boss calls us into the office to yell at us, I'm going to excuse myself to go to the bathroom and let him yell at you the whole entire time and see how much you like that while I walk off. See how much you like that then, Plank. Well, it would only be the last two seconds of the game. <laughs> and, and and again, like I said, I, I, I hate to agree with you, and it's almost like you won't let me agree with you. You want to try to <laughs> no, make you, it an issue where right. I'm arguing with you. Well, you can't you do that. I can't believe more people didn't make a big thing about it, though. I'm shocked about that. Well, and, and I again, I have a problem with that across the board yeah. in any sports. I, I couldn't care less about good sports or bad sports. I understand it's part of the game. But you're right. Be yeah. there. Be there in the bad, be there in the good. Yes. I mean, if you're going to yes. be there whenever all the hype and all the praise is coming your way, be there when you have to face the music. I know, what was it on today? Was it on TNT, ABC? I don't even remember. Uh, you're not going to get the post-game interview when you lose. It just doesn't happen. So you don't have to worry about facing the media on the court. I mean, I, I, unless there was something going on, like the Kings player who's currently sprawled out on the ice. <laughs> Unless there was something hurt with him, I don't necessarily – oh, is that Kopitar? Oh, no. Oh, no. He's He better be okay. But if unless it was something injury, injury It wasn't. I, yeah. Okay, then I don't get it. It doesn't yeah. make much sense. Now, he did seem – this has been the weekend of salty responses, Arnie, because oh, – oh. Jeez. We had Popovich yesterday and even oh my, into today. You know, I'm and starting to had, think he's worse. Than, we did a poll yesterday. I'm starting to think that he's worse than Belichick when it comes to dealing with the media. I don't know who I'd want to cover more, but I, I think after to deal with Popovich would just make my skin crawl. It's funny to me how Popovich has somehow turned to this or maybe – some feel as if they just want to sit there and talk about, how, oh, how funny is this? Look at Popovich, yeah. <laughs> funny guy. I'm like, well, okay. But from the salt from Popovich, from the dis- – LeBron James almost felt like, hey, how dare you ask me about a loss in game one? And I got to be honest, boy, this is – hey, Bubba, burn this tape or this digital whatever you have because I have to agree with Arnie again or at least <laughs> give him some kudos here. In the opening segment, you changed my perspective on something that had been a big problem, something that, honestly, for me personally, I would get very angry about. And not the fake outrage that I talk about, but legit, it would make my blood boil, which is what my dad and grandpa would always say. I would hate the knee-jerk reactions that we would have after games one or two of a series. It's just it's a seven-game series, first of four. Let's lose our mind after game one. But you said this maybe two or three years ago. 
and it really kind of changed my perspective. Yeah. We've been told all year long, hey, wait till the playoffs, calm down, long season, don't be making any rash statements here. And once you get to the playoffs, well, now's the time, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you 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 got to make sure you don't lose four games so you can stay alive. So when you lose one, and we're just talking about LeBron and the Cavs today. Right, right. Arnie, when you lose one, especially when it's on your home court, that's a big bleeping deal. Oh, that, let me tell you something. I don't know if it gets worse than that to lose at home, to get down by 23, oh. to make a feeble attempt at a comeback, to close it to within, what was it, eight or nine? I don't know. They, they made a little bit of an attempt, and then they get blown out again. To have your star walk off the court at home in game one, does it get worse than that? Is it anything more embarrassing than that? I I got to tell you, I'm I'm feeling good if I'm on the Pacers looking into game number two. And hey, they're they're one game away of of, of winning the series. Because if they go up two nothing, forget about it. Yeah, and, and and again, you'd be heading back to Indy. But LeBron keeps saying, "Hey, I know what it takes." We'll hear from him coming up in just a bit. Now, you know me. This all all this NBA playoff talk is fun, but Arnie, we're now just a couple of weeks away from the draft, Uh-oh. and something that we've been talking about for months, finally came to fruition when Des Bryant got released in Dallas. Now, again, Arnie spent some time in Dallas, lived there for a couple of years. Are you surprised by the negative feedback from Cowboy fans on this? Because of all the things that have surprised me in the NFL this offseason, to see Cowboy fans so bent that Des has been released kind of shocked me a little bit. Kind of shocked me a little bit. I knew he was real popular. You know, boy, time flies. Because I remember he getting, he got into a lot of trouble early uh, when he was with the Cowboys. He's been there, what, yep. eight, nine years now. Crazy, I was right? surprised at the backlash, to be honest with you, because I thought people were like, okay, we're on to a, a new era. We got the great uh, Dak. We got Ezekiel Elliott. We got a good offensive line. If they stay healthy, we'll get ourselves another wide receiver. Because wide receivers, let's be honest, are like a dime a dozen, unless you're like Antonio Brown. So I was shocked that there was such a big backlash from the from the Cowboy fans, and they were all upset about it. But let's, let's be honest, the Cowboys did the perfect thing, uh, saved – he was making $16 million. They'll save about, what, $8 million, uh, and it will count $8 million against the cap, or roughly around that, Chris. You're the uh, the draft geek and the football geek there. But, I have issues. Uh, yeah. Oh, you have issues? Tell me, because I, I think it's the perfect thing that the, uh, that the Cowboys did. Oh, I meant me personally. I have oh. issues. I, I don't have a problem. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it because with the amount of money that Des and, and listen, Bobo is our resident diehard Dallas Cowboy fan. So maybe we need to check in with Cowboys Nation coming up later on in the show. But Arnie, you can't. Oh gosh, I'm going to use double negatives here. You have to be an elite receiver. I fixed it, Mrs. Benvenuto, my second grade teacher, would be so happy. <laughs> you have to be putting up wide receiver one type numbers to get paid like wide receiver one, right? I mean, we we talk about ridiculous contracts for quarterbacks and how maybe it's not necessarily deserved. You know, the Matt Stafford's of the world. You could add Derek Carr in there if you want as well, too. But, I mean, if you're getting paid the kind of money that Des Bryant was getting paid, you've got to be not just a difference maker – You've got to be a complete game changer. I mean, he was getting $17 million against the cap this year for the Cowboys. He got, what, 13 mil against the cap last year for him. He was 10%. He would have been 10% of their cap hit in 20, 
18. Well, let's I mean, give him some credit. That. He's At least he's going to learn how to run routes now. So let's give him a little credit on that, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, uh, we'll keep you up to date on the playoff game tonight between the Kings and the Golden Knights. It's one zip Kings with about three minutes left in the second period. We also have a lot to get to on the NFL draft and tons from day two of the NBA playoffs with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. Power play time for the Kings, Arnie. Power play time. It'll carry over to the third period, though, as there's only, what, a second left in the second period. L.A. up on Vegas 1-0. Low-scoring series. I've been watching a lot of it. It is fun. It's been really fun. Are they trying to to hurt Dowdy here? I'm not taking any of this, Arnie. Make sure the finger's on the delay button tonight. (laughs) What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. I, I did want to point out, though, before we got to Twitter, I'm at Plank yeah. Show. Arnie's at Stinkin' Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N Genius in the number one, is shout-out to the Minnesota Timberwolves, our boss's team. Now, this it doesn't, mean oh, yeah. we have to, this doesn't mean we have to go into nonstop just basic uh, – uh, blowing up the skirt of yes, the we Minnesota do. Timberwolves yes, we here because our, our buddy Scott Shapiro loves them. That's but my, my D-Wolves, too. Why are you doing this to them, Arnie? <laughs> why are you doing this to them? Um, but that was pretty damn impressive tonight. And Carl Anthony Towns finished with, what, eight points? And they're right there in the end. What's the old saying? Playoff Chris Paul coming back to, to roost a little bit? I, I Again, call me crazy. I'm accepting the knee-jerk reaction after one game of NBA playoff series, but I think that's going to end up being a pretty fun series. There's a lot of great talent out on the court. And by the way, I don't know if I congratulated you. I, I just want to say um, a great move uh, when you traded away uh, uh, Victor Oladipo. So, great. He didn't have a good game today. <laughs> but but we got Paul George for him. If it wasn't for Paul George, he wouldn't have won today. The Thunder might have lost, and Paul George is hurt. Nobody's talking. If Why you would have kept talking about this, if you would have kept your former players, you would have won a championship by now. You know, it doesn't make any sense with what's going on in OKC. And by the way, yes, uh, every OKC fan that's listening that thinks I hate the team, Arnie thinks I love them, so just go with it. Okay, it's a radio <laughs> show; it's all for effect. But if you think about what OKC has had on its roster over the last what seven years, yeah, Harden, uh, and, <laughs> Harden, start there. Durant, well, let's start with Durant. Durant, yeah, Harden, well, Russ, and, and Durant gave him eight, nine years, but they still go and think he's the worst thing that's ever happened on the planet. You and, guys oh, yeah. could have been the Golden State of Golden State. Well, you had to start tinkering with it, and because James Harden wouldn't commit to a long-term contract, they freaked out. But they've got Steven Adams, and he has cool hair and a mustache, yeah, he does. Arnie, so yes, he's he does. awesome. Good accent. But yeah, I can't help but wonder – what would have happened if OKC just would have stood pat this offseason? I, again, I don't know if Oladipo would have had this uh, incredible turnaround if he stayed in OKC. I don't know, Arnie, if it was a situation where Victor needed to get away. But, my goodness, 32 points today. Here's Indianapolis now against the – well, I keep forgetting that the, the Cavs are all the way down to the four seed. But still, <laughs> here's, here's the pa- – I say Indianapolis. Here's the Pacers that are – Finding a way to get wins. I mean, come on. This is pretty damn impressive if you with still what Oladipo's had done. Harden, 
uh, Durant and uh, and of course uh, Russell Westbrook, uh, it'd be like Moses Malone said, four four four. I mean that that's it'd be just sweep sweep sweep. It, it'd be done with you. Nobody would be able to compete against you guys. And I know no one wants to hear this, but Harden wanted to be his own guy. You know, he was the sixth man in OKC. Think about that. James Harden in Oklahoma City was the sixth man. And there are Thunder fans to this day who still bitch and moan about how bad he was in the finals against Miami. Oh, James Harden, he didn't do anything for us five years ago. (laughs) Shut up. You know, he's become the best player in the NBA this season. That's all. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, but but again, I just – it's amazing to think, and even more short-term, I know you're looking long-term, Arnie, with, with Harden, but even more short-term, I'm in awe uh, of what has happened with Victor Oladipo oh, yeah. Yeah, so far yeah. this season. It's unbelievable. And I was talking with Eric after the uh, right before the break, and i got to get this in real quick. Uh, apologies, it's a hockey point, but I didn't realize the depth of the frustration for Capital fans. I mean, this is – I mean – I. I know, I know that it's hard to make the worst, our most, our most frustrating franchise ever. But they haven't been in the finals, the Stanley Cup finals, since my senior year in high school. Wow, that was a, that was a really long time ago, Arnie. And quite possibly, they've had the best team heading into the playoffs for what, at the very least, maybe three, four straight seasons. So maybe five of the last seven seasons. So. Very frustrating time. They're down 0-2. We'll talk more hockey later. All right. All right. Can, wait, wait, like wait, a... wait. Can I just oh, say something now? I Because we really right. should be fired. I got to tell you this. We, we should be fired because you tell me in any sport, baseball, football, basketball, hockey, if a team won 17 games in a row, oh, my goodness, we'd be all over it. Philadelphia's won, what, 17 games in a row? We don't even say squat about that? Good point. I mean, and, and, they're, and they're not playing without one of their could, best players right now. Could you right imagine now. if the Lakers had won 17 in a row, I wouldn't be able to shut you up. Well, actually, no, I can't because it's, <laughs> it's been so long, Arnie. It's been, you know, it's crazy. You look, and they were in the playoffs like five years ago, and for some franchises that fall on hard times, like, well, you know, a couple of years, we'll, we'll be fine. With the Lakers, you feel like there is – no end in sight to oh, coming if, out of this. If the Cavs won right. 17 in a row, Golden oh. State, we would be leading. Are they the best team ever? Blah, 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 LeBron this, LeBron that. But Philadelphia 17, we don't even say boo about them. It's crazy. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because in our minds, in our sports fans' mind outside of Philadelphia, we've already accepted that it's, it's either going to be Houston or Golden State, and some still say, more than likely Golden State, especially after what we saw last night in the West. And, oh, it's going to be LeBron, so we don't have to worry about it right now in the East. Is that what comes into play here a little bit, just this feeling that, hey, it's already over, it's finished in the East, no. it doesn't matter what anyone does? No, no. I, I think I think what's going on here is people still don't believe in Philadelphia, and they're like, oh, it doesn't make a difference. Uh, you know, if Boston was healthy, they'd be better. Uh, Cleveland's, of course, Cleveland's not better. I think now that Philadelphia might be the favorite to come out of the Eastern Conference. If I had to put $100 or, uh, you know, some pesos on uh, who's going to win, I may put it on Philadelphia to win the Eastern Conference. Well, we'll you know, we get, we need to get Todd Furman back on, find out what kind of odds you can get on that. Yeah. Could you imagine in the preseason? You used to get 120 to 1. It was 120 to 1 halfway through the season, I believe. 
halfway through. All right, let's get some tweets in here. Steve DeSager coming up with an update on this Kings game, which is going on tonight, and, of course, all of the action in the NBA playoffs. But first, uh, Mike checks in. I like this. He writes, the most snake-bitten sports franchise ever is the Detroit Lions, and it's not even close. I'm pretty sure they have only one playoff win since 1954. I think it was the last bet the hashtag kiss of death got right. Did you pick Detroit to win in 1954? My Lions. Got it right? My, Lions. my Lions. Hey, to be honest, um, what about Cincinnati? Aren't they kind of snake bit? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a good point. And I don't know. I don't know if we need to put this up to one of our infamous Twitter polls or not. But if you start digging into it a little bit, you think, okay, we've got quite a bit of teams that could sit here and say, well, no, 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 we suck more. Arnie, Arnie, we suck more. It's not about Don't sucking. Be... It's about being good and tanking in the playoffs. No. Hey, that sucks. Does it not? I mean, think oh, about the Oakland A's. How about the Kansas City Chiefs? How about the Kansas City Chiefs? Oh, my gosh. We could, we could do this Forgot all about night them. Long. A couple of quick ones on LeBron. Johnny writes, Plank just doesn't get it. LeBron is not a leader. You're right. I probably don't, but I'm not disagreeing with you guys. On you don't get one. it, Plank. Uh, Eddie writes, LeBron is just preparing himself to not be invited to the White House this year by Trump. Sad. I don't think he's going to have that opportunity to do so. And then Ernie writes, uh, Arnie, we all know you have six NFL teams and three or four baseball teams that you call your team other than the Knicks and the Celtics. How many more NBA teams are yours? And what about the NHL? Great question, Ernie. Arnie? Wow, wow. In the NHL, I'm a Capitals fan. So, no, I'm just <laughs> kidding about that. Um, <laughs> nice. Can you, can you imagine if I was a Capitals fan, huh? Oh, with gosh. The- it would almost be perfectly fitting with everything going on with them, to be honest. I'm an Islander fan, but I, I had to stop being an Islander fan when I got into a fight with my brother-in-law who hates my guts and he was part owner of the team. So um, I was without a team for a while there. But the, the, the NBA, it's strictly New York Knicks. No, and, of course, I, I kind of like the Lakers, too. So you gotta... No, you don't. No, you don't like the Lakers. You I do. Ever since that. I started doing the show with you, I started liking the Lakers. You know, and this is a good point by Henry, who writes, yeah. you know, the 76ers have the luck of the city going right now. You have the Eagles and Villanova. That is so, true. With what's going on in Philadelphia, when we turn the calendar to 2018, Villanova suddenly a – Blue blood, the Eagles win the Super Bowl. We're greasing light poles to make sure no one's standing on top of a, of a light pole and potentially killing themselves. It's a whole new world, Arnie, in Philly. Whole new world. So, Cheesesteaks for everybody. You might be on to something, Henry. All right, before we go any further, let's hit up an update. Steve DeSager is in the house from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios keeping tabs on all kinds of playoff action. What's going on, Steve? Well, I looked up the Detroit Lions history and not only the 1957 title, they won the NFL championship three different times in the 1950s. The Lions and yes, only one playoff win since 1957. That was in the early 90s with Barry Sanders. And as far as the Lakers, they started as a franchise in 1948, and the Lakers had only missed the playoffs five times ever until the last five years when they've missed it all five years. That's when I became a Laker fan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's all we need. That's all we need to know. And if you want to talk Snape, but, uh, you know, the Chargers franchise going back to the AFL days, they were dominant early 60s in the AFL days, won one title in, in, in that decade. You go back 50. Yeah, but they went to a Super Bowl. Uh, their only Super Bowl out of these 50-plus 
And I'm not kidding. It was something like seven or eight guys off that roster died within the first decade after that Super Bowl. So this goes beyond sports as far as snake bit. Somebody ought to make a 30 for 30 out of that, quite honestly. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, and the last ad is this uh, Washington team. I looked it up uh, last hour with the Caps. They haven't gotten out of the second round of the playoffs since 1998. Wow. Despite finishing first or second place in the division 14 times in wow. the last 20 years. So immense regular season success, and let's say the opposite in the postseason, especially the last 20 years. If I'm Ovechkin, I retire right now, right through the halfway through the, the series. Right now, I'm done. <laughs> you I'm would. Done. You yeah. would, yeah. I would, yeah. Washington lost at home in overtime to Columbus 5-4, so Caps are down two games to none. Playoff wins for Pittsburgh and Minnesota, and that game that Plank's mentioning is through two at Staples Center. L.A. Kings a one nothing leader against Vegas. That James Harden game tonight was phenomenal. Such a close playoff opener for Houston, the team that won 65 games regular season, top overall seed. Rockets win 104-101 against Minnesota. Hmm. Harden had 44 points and eight assists. From three-point range, he was seven for 12. The rest of the Rockets were three for 25 from long distance, and they still win the opener. Oklahoma City got 36 points from Paul George and beat Utah 116-108. Indiana with 32 points from Victor Oladipo and a victory at Cleveland 98-80. Boston in overtime beat Milwaukee. The finish of NASCAR's race was postponed to tomorrow on Fox TV, 1 p.m. Eastern time due to today's storms in Bristol, Tennessee. Kyle Larson led after about 200 laps when there was a third stoppage for rain. The full race, 500 laps total at that little place. Pole sitter Kyle Busch is in fourth place. It'll be 40 degrees there on Monday. Also, the Red Sox have already postponed tomorrow's scheduled day game on Patriots Day in Boston. That'll be played in mid-May instead. They'll still have the Boston Marathon in the morning on Monday, and it'll be raining at about 40 degrees. And the Red Sox get to face Otani on Tuesday. That'll be, I guess, David Price on Tuesday, but it yep. will be Shohei Otani in Anaheim, a home game. The Halos have won seven straight. They were postponed. One of the five cities that had a game postponed by bad weather today. Mm. There was going to be an Angels at Kansas City game on FS1 because he was pitching, and then, as it turned out, no game at all. And finally, speaking of pitching, Bartolo Colon was on the hill for Texas tonight. Had a perfect game at Houston through seven innings. Eventually, in 10, Texas won at 3-1 over the Strokes. What did uh, what did Jonas Knox say? Did he say that Bartolo looked like half of Andre the Giant? And that <laughs> yes. Might, yes I, someone tweeted that at us, and I thought that might be the greatest quote I have ever heard in my life. <laughs> he does. Look at him. Bobby, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, and I got a surprise for you. I'm going to disappear for a while. I don't know if be there, but I'll be back. I haven't liked the picture this much since Rick Russell, so, you know. Yeah, pretty much yeah. the same form, <laughs> in a matter of speaking. But Cologne that, turns 45 next month. He had a well-earned ERA of 6.48 last year and just dominated through seven tonight. I hope I look as fit at Bar- as Bartolo Cologne does when I'm 45 years Whoa, whoa, whoa. The, the words like. fit and Bartolo yeah. Cologne were whoa. just used just in the same Steve. sentence. Just 20 years ago, that. that wasn't used in the same sentence. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios brought to you by GEICO. It is easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So are, are, are we in on the playoffs tonight, Arnie, or do we steer clear? 
here because we like our jobs. What do you think? Are we talking Stanley Cup or are we moving on to the NBA from today? I think so far, the Stanley, and I know it's just early, but the early results are in. And when you do the show today, I think the Stanley Cup playoffs, once again, have been more intriguing than the NBA, though we've had some good games. The first day of the NBA playoffs, nothing all great, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah, yeah, the the Celtic game, which was unbelievable today. That was that was fantastic. I didn't know you can get a shot like that off in point five seconds. You know, in a in a half a second. I didn't know you can get a three point shot like that off, Mike. I've never seen a shot get off that quickly. I know. In fact, Arnie, I think going back, you didn't get it off. But usually, you don't get that kind of break as the road team. You know, I I don't necessarily think we need to argue and debate over this. But I thought we've had a pretty good two day stretch from the. Uh, first games of the first round of the NBA playoffs in the book just from today, as we talked about and as you heard in Steve's update. You had the upset with the Pacers. Arnie brought up the crazy finish. Of course, obviously, I'm a little bit more skewed and jaded towards the Thunder winning today. I mean, you're not going to lose many games when you shoot almost 50% from the three-point line in the NBA. Paul George was 8 of 11 from beyond the three-point line. We, We could sit here. And debate X's and O's, which is something we don't really do. No. We can talk strategy all we want, but if you just write on the board, shoot 50% from the three-point line, you're not going to lose many yep. games. And then you had the great performance tonight from the Timberwolves to hang in there with the Rockets, Arnie. And later on, and look, I know you. I don't have to pride you to, uh, to talk uh, football, but I want you to close your eyes and tell me uh, what ass. I sound like. <laughs> You know what Let I'm talking about? No, 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 no. Don't don't get me started on this. I knew that you would know, get you going. Everyone gets these little uh, vignettes that y'all put on social media, uh, on Fox at Fox Sports Radio on Twitter, which everyone should be following. And you'll have a quote from somebody like Jonas Knox will say, uh, "Conor McGregor should really be fighting X fighter." Jonas right, Knox, right. click here to see the list. I've got something for Ryan Leaf. I want I want to tweet. Well, tell on me what it, you're Eric. talking about in case they don't know the quote. Well, Ryan Leaf apparently has closed his eyes and listened to Baker Mayfield talk and realizes that Baker is just like him. I'm trying to calm myself down. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to make sure I wait until I let the coffee high wear off from the start of the show. I have a cup to start the show, and I wait until we're – I mean, I, I've got – this is enraging. I mean, Ar- It's Ryan actually d- – d- d- and I know I clown around uh, about it to get you all infuriated, but to be honest with you um, – I think that's really out of bounds by Ryan Leaf. And I respect what he did. I've had him on my local show also like two, three times. I, I believe he came up the, uh, up here in Plattsburgh, New York, and, and talked to, to the kids up here. But to compare what he went through to Baker Mayfield, there's there's no evidence that he's had any problems like, like Ryan Leaf's had. I, I think that's terrible to say about a kid like that. You have been arrested for stealing prescription drugs from yeah. people's houses. How dare you try to compare someone else to what you went through? I just, I don't get it. Stop it. You know, we get to this point in the NBA draft process where we have to find the most extravagant, elaborate take, and everyone jumps on board with it. Hey, I dig the fact that he liked Deshaun Watson last year, and everyone clambered onto it. I love it, man. I love it as a human being that he gets his life right. 
But I, I think he's off base on this, and we'll go in depth coming up here in just a bit. How, why you got to do this to me? I was all in on the NBA. Um, we're, we're on a path here. We're talking NBA I know, playoffs. I know. And you've got to get me sidetracked with this stupid Ryan Leaf stuff. Hey, one other quick note, though. I, I was listening to you and Aaron a little bit last night, and I kind of thought that maybe you guys didn't give enough credit to New Orleans and what they did. Everyone was all over Portland's jock after what they did during the regular season and talking about McCollum and Damon Lillard and how they're going to be unstoppable in the playoffs, and yet Anthony Davis goes in there, puts 35 points, and grabs 14 boards, and New Orleans is playing without one of their best players who's been gone all season long. I thought that was pretty damn impressive last you know what, night. You know, it's interesting when you said you thought that we didn't give enough credit to. I thought the next word would have been out much. of your mouth, Toronto. And, yeah. I, and I know people are like, well, what are you talking about? They almost lost to Washington. What, this franchise lost, what, nine straight opening first-round games, and they finally won. They break through, and you want me to go ahead and criticize them? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a different Toronto team, but I was impressed with them. Yeah, and, and it's funny. They hadn't won a first game of the yeah. first-round playoffs yeah, that's in, I mean. yeah. in, in, in ever, ever. You know, you can't go, yeah, a couple of series. I thought it was nine years in a row or something like that. Yeah, ever, ever yeah. for them. <laughs> and it's it's crazy to think about how some people want to nitpick about that. You got to, oh, gosh, all these stupid analogies. I'm going to punch myself. You got to crawl before you can walk. You've got to jog before you can run. They're going to be fine. I'm telling you what, Arnie, I'm really thinking more and more and watching the way the Cavs played today. I really think we might be looking at Toronto in the finals. No, State. no. I'm telling you right now. Oh, the NBA will be the NBA no. execs will be standing on the proverbial ledge. All right, don't do when that. When we come me. back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, rumors, rumors, rumors. Are the Bills on their way to the two slot in the NFL draft? We'll tell you next with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios with Arnie and Plank. Steve the Sager joins us. DeSager, I had to get your take on the and, – and, Arnie, I know that you're all over this. But here's the question. Do the Giants actually pick number two in 10 days mm-hmm. in the NFL draft? I think question. they should, and I'm inclined right. to think that they will. Uh, oh, Arnie. my goodness. Now I know I'm 100% right because I don't think they should, and I know they won't. So there you go. You, you how many trades in won't. the first round are you expecting, Arnie? Uh, well, I, oh, I know. Well, how many am I expecting total in the first one? I yes. don't know, but I'll tell you this: that the Giants, no way, will be picking number two because there's too much to get. Too many teams want to move up. Buffalo would want to move up. I'm not so sure that the Patriots don't. Oh, want oh you're move talking up. about even trading down to number three, just trading out of that specific slot, right? But you know what? They're not going to go down just one. They're going to have to go down more than that because if you want to trade with Buffalo, which is the proposed trade out there, you're going to take their two first round picks. You're going to get a well, second is, round yeah. pick. So uh, you're going to get a king's ransom for that number two pick right now. If you get that, we can go back to the Redskins trade a few years ago. Then, yes, you should do it because my theory has always been, and it goes back to the Chargers drafts of, well, when they needed a quarterback after Ryan Leaf, quite (laughs) frankly. Uh, You're so bad that you need bodies. And so I remember the Chargers traded down. Remember the Eli Manning thing, speaking of Giants. And the Chargers still got Phillip Rivers uh, later, of course. But remember that one year, wasn't about 15 years ago, they got Drew Brees and LaDainian Tomlinson first and second round, wasn't it? And the same. Anyway, you just need bodies. So if you trade down, and as you say, if the offer's a king's ransom, then yes, you should. Real quick, let me just get the salt shaker out. Vegas scored 1-1. 
13 <laughs> minutes left in regulation. <laughs> NHL playoffs. Uh, Vegas look at and Mike ex- getting all upset. And he doesn't even know what to say. An expansion team could be going up three games to <laughs> none. Okay, we have to uh, stop wow. with this expansion team. This is not an expansion team. Of course team. it is. They of course took it is. The Buccaneers were an expansion team. They loaded this roster up. Except it's for like the goalie, the they got the cast-offs from other rosters, right? The, the, look at the Panthers and the Jaguars in the NFL. This wasn't an expansion franchise. This was a loaded franchise from the perspective of knowing they had to hit a home run in Vegas. So that's my philosophy. I'm sticking to it. The <laughs> yeah, game's tied yeah. in one. Stick I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. <laughs> All right, Desager, what you got now? Well, we had more postponements due to weather in baseball. And, in fact, for the first time in about a decade, we had six games wiped mm. out on a single day. That includes the Yankees at Detroit scheduled doubleheader that was postponed. Those games will be made up in early June. Toronto at Cleveland postponed again today. They'll make up with a doubleheader early May. Atlanta at the Cubs postponed. That'll be made up in mid-May. And remember, it was the Cubs manager who complained that they even played it all the day before. So no game at Wrigley today. We mentioned the Angels earlier did not play at Kansas City, where wind chill was 20 degrees. That game will be made up in late June. So Shohei Otani will now pitch a home game Tuesday night against Boston. And then there's White Sox at Minnesota. Snowed out. All three games there this weekend Mm. were postponed. Now the Twins play in Puerto Rico on Tuesday and Wednesday, regular season games <laughs> nice. against the Indians. Tuesday nights on FS1, it's going to be 82 degrees and, of course, a slight chance of rain. It is tropical, but we've had already, and it's only mid-April, 21 weather postponements. Wow. In the past decade, the most for the whole month of April was 26 in 2007. So we are well on the way. You know, that. people always say, well, why can't Major League Baseball get it right, schedule the uh, early games in April in warm weather, warm weather cities, domes. Because I'll tell you why. Nobody wants to use up all a lot of their home games in April mm-hmm. when the attendance is scarce. They want to wait till June when the kids get out of school, and you get a lot more uh, people coming to the games. And we don't have the domes we used to have. You get a new stadium in Minnesota, and they build it without a roof. And by yeah. all means, let's start the season in March in Minnesota. Yeah, <laughs> We've yeah, got a good yeah. chance of great good weather point. there. Indoors, we have ice hockey. And last night, NBC was carrying playoff action prime time it got 2.1 million viewers that's actually up slightly from last year and last year was the lowest stanley cup playoff rating ever for a prime time broadcast tv game when we had the thursday cable openers for some uh, series on cable those games got about a half million, 600,000 right around there for those games. Uh, I mentioned, uh, we have mentioned NFL. I must mention the, that expected to be missing NFL offseason conditioning this week. Rob Gronkowski in New England, Aaron Donald of the Rams, Reuben Foster for other reasons with San Francisco. <laughs> I'm surprised about Gronk, but if he misses three uh, workouts, he doesn't get his bonus. I think it's like... 250000 or so. I guess that's chump change to him, huh? Speaking of bonus money, what is Richie Incognito doing? And what's oh going to become goodness. of that? Great, great I fired question. my agent. I have not fired my agent. He needs I'm a hug. Not, I'm yeah. retiring. I'm showing up on Monday. I'm not showing up on Monday. Okay, <laughs> I, whatever. Uh, I must mention Bartolo Colon again because this guy was perfect through seven innings tonight at Houston and then issued a walk double and a sacrifice fly to start the bottom of the eighth. And this is at Houston, the defending champs. 
That sack fly tied the game 1-1. So he went seven and two-thirds, seven strikeouts, only through 96 pitches. For a while, he was outdueling Justin Verlander, who wound up going eight innings with 11 strikeouts. The final in 10 innings was Texas 3-1 over Houston. New paragraph I have noticed from uh, Associated Press in recent minutes that, of course, it's Monday in Australia. A pro surfing event has been suspended for an hour because of a shark attack nearby, a man yeah. in his 30s, bitten on the leg, managed to body surf to shore. Bystanders used the rope from the surfboard to apply the tourniquet. Organizers have added more drones and jet skis to ensure safety one, of the surfers in Western Australia. One, one hour was delayed? Just You're one hour. You're not getting me back in there for one year. <laughs> Forget about one hour. Jeez. That's because you saw one, Jaws. Yeah. yeah. Hour. That's one hour. Insane. All right, get back in there, everybody. <laughs> now, I know this nah. guy got his leg bit off, yeah, but I had come a on, let's sandwich. go. It, it was a surfer. It just wasn't in this competition. It was on those shores. Oh, my Jeez. goodness. Thanks to Sager. Mm-hmm. All right, Steve has everything that's going on in the world of sports for you in just a few minutes. In the meantime, Arnie and I are all draft next on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I'll be able to do this this hour, Arnie. This oh, is it's crazy in this game. It's crazy. This is crazy between L.A. and Vegas right now. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. We are knotted up at one oh, yeah. with just over seven minutes left in this game, and it has been fast and furious and enraging. At the same let time. Me, so. Let me ask you a quick question, Plank. A little bit of a dilemma here. I never told you this, but last year, this is just a quick little story. Last year, I got a present, and, you know, sometimes people buy stuff for you, but they really don't know much about you. Somebody sent sure. me, uh, a friend uh, sent me a Minnesota Viking hoodie sweatshirt. Um, really nice one and a warm one, right? Fit me perfect and everything like that, but I'm not a Viking fan. So I send it, so I re-gifted to my brother who it's way too big for. I mean, he's like 6'2", 180, and I'm like 6'1", more than 180, or 6 feet more than 180. I was going to so, like 140, so that's Yeah, exactly. Fine. So he sends it back to me. Now I got this Viking sweatshirt that's real nice, <laughs> just sitting around, nobody to give it to. Do you think if I gave it to the boss, that's creepy? If I re-gifted a gift that was sent back to me and re-gifted it to him, that well, that would be creepy? Oh, I don't know. I, I, yes, I think now with a ninety percent chance that he's probably up grinding away on the oh, west yeah. coast, listening. Yeah. He knows. So oh, and it's really it'd be one. super big for him. But what yeah. the heck? What am I going to do with it? Hey, because here's what you do. Because I care and I think you're special. Here's a hoodie. Just, yes. just try it. What, what's yeah. the worst that I, can happen? I can't wear it. I mean, you don't, you don't wear like. Kansas City Chiefs sweatshirts, do you? You're a Raider fan. I, I would cry. I would cry. <laughs> I, I had to wear I had to wear a jersey once when I lost a bet, and it was the worst day of yeah. my life. I mean, I, come on. I've lost my my mentor. I lost my grandfather, who was my best friend. Wearing that Chiefs jersey is up there oh. with that day. So wow. I, I hear you. I feel you, Arnie. I, I so I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna re-gift it to him. And Do tell it. him how I got it from somebody from the Minnesota Vikings and, and see what he says about that. Wow. <laughs> you know, my buddy is Rick Spielman. I did a radio show with him for a while. So he sent me this hoodie, but I wanted to give it to you. you how know, does that sound? Well, you know, that, first of all, that is true. I used to do radio with him. But the funny part is when my brother was going up there for a play, uh, for a game, not a playoff game, for a game, I called him. Uh, he never returned my call. 
Why, what's up with that? I don't know. First, Steve Kerr, now yeah. Rick Spielman. What's yeah. going on? Nobody man? likes That's, me. Yeah. You, you need to think uh, lower level. You got to get into those college ranks, Arnie. Get after yeah. the college guys. They always return your Nobody calls. likes right. me. Um, I, I don't know where to go here, and I'm, I don't want to get into the Ryan Leaf stuff here because, I mean, my man, Mr. Wonderful, at One Not Done, is already all over me. But how dare someone who has a. Uh, what, what, it's not an emoji. What's it called whenever it's your picture? How dare someone who has their Twitter picture of a jobber like Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, a jobber like that, talk trash to me. Um, but we'll get to some Baker talk here in a bit. I like this off Twitter for from Jonathan, but I, I'm afraid to go too in-depth on the draft because I feel like once I, once I get in, Arnie, we're not going to be able to get out. Should we talk NBA? Do you want to go – Back to Twitter. It's up to you, Arnie. Well, Which I direction just, you, you want know, to we go? were talking about the story about the possible deal uh, that's in place, and I think it was per was it Mike Freeman that reported the uh, the Giants uh, with the Bills. Uh, you know, just getting back to what's going on there. If I'm the Tony Giants, Tony Pauline, who was it? Tony Pauline. Okay, I'm sorry, Tony Pauline. Just you know, if I'm the Giants, I've got to trade that number two pick if I'm not going to use it as a quarterback. But so many people want to trade up, and you have teams. First of all, you hear the rumors about uh, New England wanting Lamar Jackson. I'm not so sure they want Lamar Jackson. I'm pretty sure they want a quarterback, maybe uh, Rudolph or something like that. But you know, Belichick always likes to be the smartest guy in the room. But this would be a perfect deal for Buffalo, a perfect deal for the Giants. Buffalo would give you those two first picks. They have two, I believe, two second-round picks also. Uh, Vegas scored again, by the way, uh, a little bit more salt. And then you get all those picks, and you you know, you know rebuild the team if you're the Giants. So it's a win-win situation. My feet is so far behind yours, the Kings still have it in their own end. So oh, that did I spoil it for idea. you? No, Arnie, you never spoil anything. You're the absolute <laughs> worst at this game. Here is one thing to know about the uh, – you know, there's the goal. 2-1 Vegas Knights with uh, 5.37 wow. left in the game. Vegas on the verge of going up three games to none on L.A. unless the Kings rally. Was that a five-hole? That was right through the wickets of one job. Oh, that's the Quick goal my in. kid gives up. Oh, my goodness. S- Arnie, why are you talking about Shea like that? <laughs> Shea doesn't give up a five-hole goal. What, what's up with you, man? Uh David Gettleman, the new general manager for the New York Giants, had been the GM for the Carolina Panthers for five drafts. This was from the MMQB article just uh, released moments ago, between 2013 and 2017. Arnie, he never traded. He's never traded down. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? How many times was he completely rebuilding a new team from, not from scratch, but rebuilding a team? Uh, and he's got the number two pick. So you, you can't say just because he's never trade down that means he's not going to trade down now. I, I think this is a special circumstance. First of all, he, he might not want to take a quarterback to replace Eli and have all that scrutiny and have a number two pick sit on the bench for, what, a year, two years, three years? I think he'll trade down and, and, and start accumulating picks and rebuilding that way. Fair, fair point, fair point. I was, I was going to try to say that he had the one pick, but that was before he got there. Whenever Carolina took Cam Newton with the number one, and in all fairness, that was somewhat of a slam dunk. Whenever Cam Newton went number one overall, there wasn't a lot of debate. There wasn't a wow, should it be Darnold? Should it be this guy? There wasn't an Eli versus Ryan Leaf conversation. It was, it was Cam Newton's the guy. Period. Remember back in the day when the NBA would have its lottery. And there would be a team that would have the jersey ready for the guy if they won. Right, that right. Was, that was pretty much what it was like whenever uh, Cam Newton was. Uh, oh my goodness! They scored again. 
Is it 3-1 now? 3-1 to one now, Vegas. I'm still on the overhead shot of the Staples Center, so you're the absolute worst on I this am. More, a little more salt there. I'm going to go ahead and click off that window. <laughs> away for the rest of the show. And I just don't blame like me. I'm play. not in goal. What do you want from me? I can't believe the Kings just fell apart like that, being up one nothing. Still have time, Arnie. Still have time. All right. Um, here is one thing that I do want to get. Maybe this is the time where I should get into the Ryan Leaf stuff. I want to go back before the break real quick to the NBA because here's what we'll do. Uh, it's Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday, 877-99 on Fox. You can hit us up on Twitter at Plank Show, at Stinkin' Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N, Genius, and the number one. But real quick, because we'll go all in on Dez, I've got some NFL draft notes I want to get to. I've got a ton on this Ryan Leaf take on Baker Mayfield I want to get to. But Arnie... NBA playoffs versus NHL playoffs is a fun conversation we like to have. But I'm telling you right now, I love what's happened in this first day of the NBA playoffs, first couple of days of the NBA playoffs. Did we learn anything today? Does it show that the Cavs are done? Does it show that maybe the Celtics are a little vulnerable? Does it show that maybe the Rockets are vulnerable from what we've seen so far today? Yeah, if I was going to sum up the Cavaliers season or what's ahead of them, their season's O-V-E-R. The Cavaliers are done. They're they're not going to get out of the first round, so you can forget about them. Boston is playing so tough with all the injuries that they have. I'm not so sure now that the Cavaliers are going to be eliminated that they may not be the representative coming out of the Eastern Conference. Obviously, it's going to be a, a good fight with them in Toronto, but hey, who knows? Philadelphia, obviously, but maybe Boston is going to come out even with the injuries. So I'm looking forward to that. But how they won today, almost letting that game slip away, incredible, absolutely incredible. I think there was, what, nine points in the last 11 seconds or something? It's crazy. That, yeah. To give up a three-point shot in half a second. I, Point five. That, that's absolutely incredible. But, yeah, uh, Cleveland's done. Oklahoma City, I mean, it was a good first win, but I'm not really thinking that they're going to go and make a run at things. And, I, you know, I got to check what you used to do. This, this is not going to be an easy four-game sweep. It, it might have to go six or seven before it's all said and done. Here's what I don't understand about today uh, is with Oklahoma City, as I mentioned, they shot almost 50% from beyond the three-point line, and they're at the free-throw line in the closing seconds, trying to make sure it doesn't become a one-possession game. How do you shoot 50% from the three-point line and then you're struggling late to make sure you don't have it come down to a last-second shot? And you're at home. That's concerning to me. I don't know what to make of Houston uh, tonight, Arnie. That's the one thing to me. I I, I might be all in with you. I might might agree with you that I think this is going to end up being a fun series based on the talent Minnesota has in this setting, knowing the history of Houston in the playoffs, they might have a chance to push hey, this a little bit. If the Rockets would have lost today, they would have been one game away from James Harden making another reservation at a strip club like he did last year when they got eliminated. Why, why, are you, why are you doing this already to James? He had 44 points tonight. <laughs> 44, Arnie. If and anything, they won the by man, three. And the man has shown he can handle being in his strip club and still <laughs> finding a way. To go out and ball out. All right, one more quick NBA note. Does Giannis face any issues with the NBA for questioning his, uh, what, sixth foul call on the afternoon? I don't think so. Why, you think there's going to be some repercussions on that or what? I I mean. I don't know. Yeah. 
NBA is kind of hypersensitive on those kind of things. Whenever you question uh, whether right. or not that it, it was a foul when it wasn't supposed to be, when you talk out against the officiating, they, they can be a little hypersensitive about that. I don't know. Maybe no. I mean, by no means am I saying suspension. Right. No, I, I, I'm, I'm well, not, that's no, what no. that's what I thought. If they're gonna, yeah, if you're no, talking no, no. suspension, up, no way they're gonna do that. So forget about that. All right, and then we'll wrap up the NBA with uh, our Greg Popovich conversation. Is this a man who oh is panicking goodness. because he's seeing his dynasty fall apart in front of his eyes? Boy, I would love to hear what he really has to say about Kawhi Leonard. You know what I mean? I love he's, that. He's inching up on it, isn't he? Isn't he's he? Oh, you can ask his guys when he's going to be back. He is, you could just see his blood boiling when it comes to Kawhi Leonard and I really don't even know what the truth is. I'm guessing Kawhi just doesn't want to come back, and he's got to be close to 100% if he's not even 100%. I don't know. But, man, he, I'm, I'm just getting a little sick of Popovich. The guy makes, what, about $5, 6000000 million a year. Part of your job is to deal with the media. If you don't like it anymore, then quit your job, and you don't have to deal with the media. Be like Phil Jackson. Go live in Montana somewhere, and everybody will leave you alone. I, it's getting to a point now I feel bad for the reporters having to cover him and Bill Belichick. It's getting out of hand. Well, and, and one thing <laughs> one thing that I've got to laugh at is how it's always funny and ha-ha and guys can get away with it when they're winning. You just yeah. stand back and say, oh, well, you know, that's so-and-so. That's Belichick. He's winning. We deal with it. When you start losing a little bit, when you start struggling, when you start not getting the wins you typically do – Everything turns a little bit, doesn't it? Suddenly no, wait, you start hey, saying, that guy's an ass. That guy's not someone I want to deal with. I don't even know if it's about winning and, it, and you know, all of a sudden everything's okay. Ask Danny Amendola what he thought about Belichick. And, uh, yeah, but they were win- Did he say anything when they were winning? Did he say anything when he was there? No, but that's how he felt, he said, though. Who cares? He didn't say a damn thing when he was there. You say it when you leave. What a punk. What a pathetic move. You start questioning a guy. That's why I hate this kind of stuff, Arnie. You're gone. You're out of town. And suddenly you're like, yeah, that guy was a jerk. Still one of the best. Jerk. He's a jerk. I, you say know, it, it when you're there. He dropped more than a jerk. He was a little bit more harsher yeah, than that. He and he says, hey, the, the guy's not very uh, fun to deal with. I Why, are you surprised about that, Chris? No, I'm not. I'm yeah. just saying you're a yeah. punk if you don't say it till you're gone. <laughs> oh. You really are. No, really? So suddenly, when you, if you were, well, I don't want to even use us as an, but as an it, example. But if he said it three years ago, he would have been gone three years ago. I promise you that. Yeah, well, what's your deal then? If you feel that way, say how you feel. Isn't that kind of the Arnie Spanier mentality? Suddenly you're going to praise this guy for saying Goal something Kings. once he's gone? Go Kings. All right, when we come back. Go Kings. Go, 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 go. Oh, I, I'm done with that game. It's no, over. don't be when done. There's two back. minutes left in the game, and it's three to two. To the guy, go, you've already ruined it for me, Arnie. You can't bring me back when you've ruined something for me. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, draft talk, draft talk, why Ryan Leaf is an idiot, and much, much more. It's Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. Three, two, five. Ouch, ouch. Vegas wins. Kings down three games <sighs> to none. Can they rally? Probably not. But keep hope alive, right? Tough third period right? for Rogi Vashon. Unbelievable. Yeah, Rogi Vashon. <laughs> what was? Uh, oh my gosh, Rudy Kelly. Rudy was it? Who, who's the yeah. old goaltender? Rudy Jamie Store. Yeah, Jamie Store struggling in uh, period number three. But the uh, Kings lose tonight, so everything is now a final. It's a final in the world of sports. 
with the Kings losing this evening. All right, uh, Arnie, your choice. Twitter, some audio, or me yelling at Ryan Leaf. Your choice. Well, let's get all three in if we can. How about that? All right, let's start with uh, Twitter, shall we? At yeah. Blank Show, at Stinking Genius One. Um, boy, there's a lot of interesting stuff here. Someone wants uh, our buddy at Fat Guy Six One Nine wants you to send the sweater to him. How would that? Or the sweatshirt to him? Would that? I work don't know. I, I still think I'm going to send it to the boss. I've not done anything for the boss. I need to suck up a little bit. So I, I've got to do that. You know. <laughs> you think that if you at, here's what you do. It's like, hey, listen, get, I'll send you the sweatshirt. Give us our third hour. Is that how it's going to work? It's like, here's the sweatshirt. Yeah. Third hour, good to go. Sorry. Uh, yeah, who knows? I mean, uh, you know, maybe we could uh, we could work something out there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to send him the sweatshirt because I don't know too many Viking fans, to be honest with you. I don't either. Yeah. Uh, here's Jonathan who writes: The Giants will not trade the number two pick. How many chances will they get to have a high enough draft pick to get a great quarterback to succeed Eli? Josh Rosen will be a Giant in a week and a half. That's what you want. I wanted that from the beginning, but again, if Eli is going to stick around for three years, no reason to keep Josh Rosen on the bench for three years. You could still get a quarterback. See, the question is, do you like a Mason Rudolph or somebody like that in the third round that you could take a gamble on without taking one of these high-priced quarterbacks in the first round? So uh, if you like one of those secondary quarterbacks, maybe you take a chance like that. <laughs> Here's one from Rooster who writes, Des better learn routes. The only way to work at the post office is as a mailman? <laughs> <laughs> what? I here's what's crazy to me is I watched for the last couple of years David Amerson, who is an NFL cornerback who started in Washington, was cut by the Redskins, ended up in Oakland. And Arnie had a pretty good run, a couple of uh, two, three years. Well, he was awful last year. He played in maybe three games, got hurt. I think maybe someone stepped on his foot, he injured his toe, so he was out for the year. Um, he was cut and was picked up like three days later. It made no sense to me, but it just showed you that there's certain guys that maybe other teams value the NFL values more than you do. If you are a valued commodity, when you're cut, you're picked up pretty quickly, right? If you're still floating around, and I know this is this was Friday, so we it's only Sunday, so we have time. But aren't don't you get the sense that you're picked up pretty quickly? If no, you're that's only if it's, it's only picked up quickly if it's going on during the season. Then you're like, okay, let's jump on that. Let's get them in right away and start getting them right. acclimated with the team. But when you're in the off season and you got the draft coming up in in two weeks, no, there's there's no hurry to go ahead and go after somebody like a Des Bryant when you feel like you've got the future in your hands with the draft two weeks away. But don't you, if you're you're fearing someone else picking him up? and you value him, don't you go get him? Not if he, he's not going to take the 50 cents on the dollar. So I'm guessing a lot of people want to stay away from him because they don't want to have to pay him like 8 or 9 or $10 million for, for one year. So I think a lot of people are staying away from him. He, he's going to have to come to grips that he's going to have to take a lot less money than he thinks he is. I, I think, and, and again, I covered Dez in college, so I'm not just – I'm not just throwing S against the wall and acting like I know what I'm talking about. The dude is the definition of a diva wide receiver. He likes him some him. And there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of wide receivers in the NFL like them some them and then end up having to take a lower deal before they can get paid again. The Michael Crabtree approach. 
I think that's what Des has to do, Arnie. I think he's going to have to take a, a lower value deal in order to prove himself. Maybe a one-year prove a contract, and then you can end up getting paid again. Who do you give blame to? Steven, Jerry, Dak, uh, you know, who's uh, Jason Garrett? How much, you know, who's the one that ultimately pulled the trigger and said, well, we don't need him anymore? I'm guessing Steven was the one with the ultimate decision here. Well, I, can I can I answer that with, with, with two answers? Sure. Who, who, who do you blame? You blame Dez because he wasn't productive. And he created enough of a concern early in his career that it never really dissipated. If, if I screwed up, for, you know, we, we use us a lot, okay? And, and let's, let's use up. Let's say... Let's say I got hammered, Arnie, and passed out on the air. Yeah. Right? I would work my – again, right? For the third time. Right. I would work my backside off to show you how dedicated and committed I was. If I was hurt, my vocal cords went out, whatever, I would be grinding away behind the scenes, whatever it took. I I would be committed to wanting to be the best person, teammate, coworker I could be. Again, I'm not in those huddles. I'm not in those locker rooms. I don't know. But the sense we get, Des didn't really endear himself to anyone whenever he was working to try to get back from his injury, whenever he was trying to get back to 100% with the with, with the team, when he had what the uh, personal bodyguard that Jerry Jones had, what, uh, David Wells, I think was his name, that was following him around and supposed to help him out. In fact, I think he ended up getting fired from following around Des. He didn't do the things you needed to do to show that you were remorseful, uh, remorseful and that it mattered to you. So, well, again, I, yeah. I think I think the biggest blame here, Arnie, is Des. Now, to your second point, yeah. I think this was all Steven. I think Steven's been calling the shots for a while. I think he says, Jerry, love you. You're my dad, but your your decisions have sucked. You wanted Johnny Manziel. How would that have worked out? You gave Dez this big contract. It hasn't worked. Let's start over at the receiver position, and they have. I don't think they talked to Dak at all. The reason I bring that up Who is if, if, yeah. the, if, if the Packers don't talk to Aaron Rodgers, what makes you think the Cowboys are going to talk to Dak Prescott? And another thing, would the Cowboys have gotten rid of Dez Bryant if he wasn't making sixteen million a year and didn't count another eight point two or something like that against the cap, if it was more manageable, would they have kept him around? And I guess the second part of that question is, where is he going to end up? I, you know, part of me says maybe the Miami Dolphins, because they're looking for a receiver yet they don't want to have to pay that type of money. So uh, I know he wants to stay in the division, so the Redskins would be a fit there, but they haven't said anything. I don't know where do you think he'll end up. I do like your idea about Miami. Yeah. I had not heard that, but they, they need some help at a receiver. I worry I worry about Dez in Miami, though. I, I know that that's kind of cliche. I worry about me in Miami. I'm 42, <laughs> and I have three kids. I mean, come on. I Think about being a multimillionaire, and that's where you live. I, I, I would worry about Dez in Miami. But I'll tell you what. Can I give you a wild card? Sure. Oakland. No, you guys have too many receivers. I, I Don't say that. Prove it deal. You got Amari Cooper. You got Jordy Nelson. Yeah. Des Bryant says, you know what? I'll take a, a lower number deal. I'll go to Oakland. I'll play my part and I'll try to get paid like Michael Crabtree did. Let me give you another one, Arnie. San Francisco. San Francisco. You I got can see Kyle that. Shanahan. I like that a lot, too. You got Kyle Shanahan. You got a good young quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo. Don't really know if you have a marquee franchise receiver, but in all of these teams, Green Bay could be talked about as well, too. 
who's really their guy right now? Randall Cobb? I mean, who's their number one guy? But with that said, is it worth the headache? Is it worth the headache to bring in Dez right now at any of those places? If he's not going to run good routes, it's not. And by the way, what do you mean by headache? What has he really done? A lot of his problems with the Cowboys were early in his career with the jewelry and not paying the bill. And obviously, uh, I believe there was uh, you know some other altercations out there. I don't think You've he's had like anything like that. What? You've named like three things right there. I mean, isn't that enough? <laughs> what? But that was, what? You know, that was, was early, though. was a while though. ago when he got arrested. He, yeah. had a, he got a fight in the mall, and then he had the Walmart thing, and then he had the issue with his girlfriend. I think the only thing he's had recently is just not getting along or yelling when he doesn't get the ball or throwing a little tantrum on the sideline. So that's nothing fine. dramatic or anything big to get rid of him over. It was all about the money. Right, but I, I think – you just answered your own question when you started going through this litany of things, which, by the way, they disappear magically whenever you produce. Yes. Unless you're Reuben Foster. But it, when you're not producing, they magnify themselves and they grow. So, yeah, I, I, I'm going to be real intrigued to follow the Dez uh, saga because I think, Arnie, someone like Miami, someone like maybe San Francisco, will take a chance on him. I think he's got a good chance to bounce back. All right. Uh, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, me – Versus Ryan Leaf. Game on. But first, <laughs> Steve DeSager with what's going on, including the frustration at Staples Center tonight. What's up, Steve? Expansion Vegas up three games oh. to none in a first-round NHL playoff series. Three straight goals in the third to beat the Kings in L.A. 3-2. We talked about Washington earlier. The Caps have gone to overtime in 11 of their last 21 playoff games. Lost in overtime at home tonight. 5-4 to Columbus, which is up two games to none. Playoff wins for Minnesota and Pittsburgh. A reminder, Fox TV will have the finish of the NASCAR race tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern time. That was postponed from today due to storms in Bristol, Tennessee. Kyle Larson led after about 200 of the 500 laps. For the four NHL playoff games, the late contest was at Houston. James Harden dominated Minnesota, 44 points, 8 assists, and they needed it. They edged the T-Wolves 104 101. Oklahoma City got 36 points from Paul George and beat Utah 116-108. Indiana led at Cleveland by 21 points late in the first quarter. 23, I think. Fine. Uh, Late in the first, it was 21. End of the first, it was 19. Look at me correcting you. You love when I do that. Well, it's a a habit of yours. I just pass it off. 98-80. Pacers is the final. Victor Oladipo with 32 points. LeBron James had not lost a first-round game since 2012. He had won 21 straight until today's blowout home loss. And Boston in overtime beat Milwaukee 113-107. to What a finish at regulation. Chris Middleton of Milwaukee, who had 31 points, hit a long three-pointer to tie it at the Insane. end of regulation. But the Bucks had 20 turnovers, lost in overtime. And the Celtics in a close game on free throws, 24 for 27. Joel Embiid to the 76ers is going to miss Philadelphia's game two tomorrow, although he is out of concussion protocol. Kawhi Leonard of the Spurs is expected to miss the postseason, according to Yahoo. Quad injury the problem. He's missed the last three months. Uh, with all the weather news, and we mentioned earlier, five ball games or ball games in five cities were postponed by bad weather today. The Red Sox have already postponed tomorrow's scheduled day game to mid-May. They will run the Boston Marathon Monday in rain and about 40 degrees. The NASCAR finish up in Tennessee will be in about 40 degrees. Tonight indoors in Houston, Texas in 10 innings beat the Astros 3-1. to one. Justin Verlander, the Houston starter, 11 strikeouts in eight innings. But a guy who turns 45 next month, Bartolo Colon, had a perfect game going through seven. 
then issued a walk double sacrifice fly to start the eighth. Josh Reddick of Houston, two hits. The rest of the team, one for 29 tonight. Houston left a runner on third in the eighth inning, left two men on in the ninth, left two men on in the tenth. And finally, the team Houston beat in the World Series last year. The Dodgers mercifully had Clayton Kershaw on the mound, and they won the game today against Arizona, 7-2. Kershaw with 12 strikeouts in seven innings, lowers his ERA for the first month to 1.73. In fact, for the season, 31 strikeouts, only three walks in four starts. And still, the Dodgers are only 5-9 and nine so far. Back to you. <laughs> Jeez. It's, it's not good. Oh. It's, and wh- Do you know where uh, Justin Turner was tonight, Arnie? No. He was at Staples Center watching the Kings. How's he going to rehab when you're watching hockey, Justin Wow. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not bitter. I'm just I'm looking at the standings, and I see us in, in last bleeping place right now, and I'm having a hard time handling it. So we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com, and you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Now, listen. Through this draft process, I've had to check myself a lot. I mean, you, you've had to check me, right, Arnie? Of Eric, course. Bobo, DeSager, everyone has, because I am an unabashed believer that the best quarterback in the draft is Baker Mayfield and maybe possibly the best player in the draft. Now, there's some homerism that may come with this. No, he no, were, no, not you. No, no, no. May no, come no, May. No. But here's my point. We're all going to dis- uh, disagree. There's going to be draft experts that say, this guy's the best quarterback, this guy is. And the great thing is, we'll eventually find out. Now, it might be two or three years down the road, but we'll all eventually be able to say, wow, Plank was really right, which no one ever does, or Plank was really wrong, which thanks to social none of them media. Are gonna, none of them are going to play unless, unless the Bills trade up and get uh, like a Josh Rosen. None of them are going to play next year. Arnie, have you paid attention to the NFL the last couple of years? There's no such thing as the Aaron Rodgers developmental process. I don't care if the Browns have Tyrod Taylor. I don't well, care if you the can't Bills say have that, AJ McCarron. You, you can't just say, I don't care if they have Tyrod. Well, so you, they got Tyrod Taylor to put on the bench? Maybe. Probably. <laughs> Maybe. It wouldn't know. be the first time. Did the Seahawks get Matt Flynn to put him on the bench when they drafted Russell well, Wilson? Well, first they paid him a boatload of money before they put him on the bench. Right. There. You make mistakes. It happens. You're going to go with the person that you drafted higher. It's, it's, I'm sorry, Arnie. Your logic cannot be included here, okay? Wow. Now, with that said, yeah. I don't have any any problem with arguing over I think he's going to suck. I think he's going to be awful. My problem has always been with pathetic and weak reasoning. For instance, if you say, yeah, well, I saw him grab his junk on the sideline, so Baker sucks. That's not a reason for hating a quarterback. That's a mistake he made. No, but that is a reason why you don't want to take him number one overall. Maybe if that's how you're thinking. Really? Are you being well, serious no, right no, now? No, 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 no. Wait, Are listen you being me. serious right what, now? Running from the police, some people say, I don't want to deal with that. Now, I'm, I'm not saying it, me personally, but there Do are you general know Eli managers. Manning, that... Eli Manning got a public in talks. I mean, this happens. It's college kids. I'm not defending it. I'm just saying. Right, right. I don't. I have not heard one single NFL exec. You know who I've heard complaining about him getting arrested in the offseason before his senior season? Twitter trolls. That's who I've heard. People who say things like, well, he couldn't run away from the police. Yeah, well, he was also hammered. Have you ever been drunk, Arnie? Were you ever drunk when you were 21, 22 years old? 
it happens. I couldn't I'm hear the question. I didn't hear what you said there. And I'm not saying it's right. Here, here's, here's my problem. Here's my problem. Yeah. My problem is with weak excuses. Right. Baker may be a flop. Sam Darnold may be a flop. Saquon Barkley may tear his knee up. I don't know. But it's part of what makes the draft process fun. When I heard Ryan Leaf this week, I thought to myself, this has got to be the most flimsy, pathetic reasoning for saying someone's going to be a flop that I've ever heard in my life. Here's the first thing that he said. Quote, when I first think about an NFL quarterback or or basically any position, I think about radio interviews, which is smart because radio is the key, Arnie. But he said, I close my eyes and listen to them and think about if they sound like me. Okay. Strike number one. I don't even know what that means, to be honest with you. Open your eyes, dope, and watch some tape. Watch some games. It's not always about what they say. It's about how they perform. If you pay attention, look at the game. Look at the tape. Look at the process. I listen to them, and if they sound like me, I think that's well, totally unfair. But be fair, though. We jump on Josh Rosen when he says, uh, I, I, I can't balance, well, I don't know, oh. paraphrasing, we can't balance Couldn't. school and football. We jumped down his throat over something like that. Could not agree more with you, Arnie Spanier. Yeah. Could not agree more. But here is where I think there is the fatal flaw in this argument that became, do we have time here? We only got a couple of minutes. Go ahead. This, this, this argument or this point, that became kind of pseudo-viral this week. Ryan Lee said, when the media is on you, you play a bad game, your whole city is on you, that's where we'll see where Baker Mayfield is at. Right now, there is no evidence to back up when things get tough, he won't break. So, is this the wait wait? Is this the same kid that had to fight his way on to a couple of teams as a walk on? Are you going to tell me that the people in Norman, Oklahoma, never jumped down this kid's throat at all over one bad game? Yeah, he, wait a minute. Did you lose to Iowa State one year? Thank one game. You. And what is I, what is going on right here? Arnie is agreeing with no, me. No, but I mean, I, I, I look. I, I know how college football fans are. You lose one game to like at Iowa State. Every, blew up the whole thing. Coach fired. Quarterbacks no good. They they really jump on you. I don't, I don't know. Am I wrong on that or what? You are 100% right, and you saved us so much time in this segment <laughs> because that's my point is have you paid attention to college football, Ryan Leaf? Have you watched college football? We're crazier than NFL fans. We're the, there's insane, and then there's college football fans. This dude has a couple of incompletions. And from row eight in Owen Fields, boo, boo, bring in Kyler Murray. I mean, give me a break. Are you kidding me? This guy hasn't faced adversity. He left Texas Tech, went back to Lubbock. The whole stadium wanted to murder him. And what did he do? He put forth one of the greatest performances in college football history. Whenever he came back after losing to Iowa State, he went undefeated the rest of the way and led his team to a college yeah, football playoff it, appearance. It's not about winning and how he did the adversity. To me, what was obscene, offensive, whatever you want to say, is what has he done to show you that, and I, look, running from the police, I'm not going to say he's a felony, but, I mean, look at the trouble Ryan Leafs got into. What makes you say that Baker Mayfield is going to get in the same type of trouble when, when you've done some really, really bad things? What, 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 I don't see the correlation here. 
we have constantly tried to find a way to compare Baker Mayfield to the worst of the NFL draft prospects we've had at the quarterback position. I don't know why. I don't know what the reason is. But this might be the biggest reach of all of them. Because when you say he hasn't faced adversity and he doesn't know how to overcome it, you obviously have not paid attention one bit. And it's embarrassing. And yet we still give you a platform, we still put you on networks, and we act like you've paid attention when you have it. It's you know, by the way, you're the only one that really is going against Ryan Leaf. A lot of people are like, yeah, hey, you know what you're talking about. You know, Because when- a lot of people are idiots. And because they look at <laughs> Baker Mayfield and they saw one grainy video of him getting arrested and say, yeah, well, look at that. Please chase him down. Ha, ha, ha. Can't run away from a defensive lineman. Yeah, it's just it's, it's well. It is kind of, of funny thing. though. You gotta, you gotta hey, can't run what, away I'll from take, the police. Come on, I'll now. take that. I'll take that Arkansas <laughs> officer anytime chasing down a quarterback for me. All right, <laughs> when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, we got a hustle. We got a hustle. We've got Arnie's picks next, right here with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com and in 15 minutes. You could say 15% or more on car insurance. Eric Roberts had to unfortunately watch the Kings in studio tonight. Look at you hiding from Daryl's text. Don't hide. Don't hide. I, I, I'm giving credit to the crew real quick. Bobo running the show. Steve DeSager on updates. And a cast of thousands editing behind the scenes here at Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't get Daryl. He writes, oh, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the plank Kiss Baker's ass portion of the show, sponsored by overrated quarterbacks and walk-ons who also won a Heisman Trophy, and you think they reinvented the wheel. Come on down. Plank is a starving homer. Ouch. Wow. You, know, you, you brought up like four things that are pretty incredible. A walk-on who won the Heisman. <laughs> I mean, what's your is deal? Is that bad? I did, I, he acts yeah, like that's I mean, bad. I, I didn't know that was bad. You walked Shame on, on the Heisman you. Trophy. <laughs> How dare I? And I'm not starving. I'm very full. In fact, I'm so full I've been snacking the whole show. <laughs> Listen, I'll I'll send your I'll send your tweet to Old Takes Exposed. So when Baker careers out after year two or three with the Jets or the Broncos, whoever's lucky enough to get uh, to get him, we we can have a conversation then. But you won't remember that by then. You'll be like, oh, ha, ha, ha. see, I was just messing with you. Ha ha ha. It's all good. Baker's going to be a player in the NFL. I'm not trying to tell you he's going to be a Hall of Famer, but he's going to be a player. Now, with that said, real quick before Arnie's picks, yeah. uh, this was interesting. Uh, Sean Payton said, and I quote, I don't see Andrew Luck in this draft. I don't know if that's a bad thing. Uh, and I don't see Carson Wentz, who I liked a lot coming into the draft. I'd feel a little bit uneasy if I were at the top of the draft and I oh. decided I had to have a quarterback. Stop it. The pressure to get a quarterback is so great in this league. I get that. But we can't create them. I wouldn't be surprised if only one of these guys is left standing in four or five years. Oh, up to the point where I'm almost going to take Payton. Jamarcus Russell over Andrew Luck with his injury. Stop it now. Come on. <laughs> Stop. All right. Uh, before yeah. I get my draft notebook in, Arnie, it is time for your picks. I don't know how uh, risky you're feeling this week, but let's get after it. Oh, I'm very we? frisky. I'm feeling very frisky. Oh, right, risky. Well, you're frisky. Pick. I'm sorry. Risky, my bad. frisky, whichever way you want to go. Give your me, picks. Take give me a little music. Put me in the mood. Let me get right at it because the Cavs lost game one, which means it is O-V-E-R. The Cleveland Cavaliers are going home. 
because they're going to lose in the first round, which I guess that means LeBron will come back to Brentwood, California, and get ready to join the Lakers. Uh, prediction number two, the Capitals <laughs> will come back and beat Columbus in seven. So I'm not ready to give up on them just yet. Bad job by DeSager. Usually I don't like to call it my co-host. Bad job by DeSager. He didn't tell you it's a final. My New York Mets have won the National League East. It is done. They will get themselves ready for the playoffs. The division is now over. My Vegas team. Oh, my God. The Golden Knights were going to the cup, baby. Vegas. And the Giants will trade the number two pick to Buffalo. Question. Will Vegas fans know what a power play is by the time we get to the Stanley Cup Finals? Will they know what a shorthanded goal is? Wow. Will they understand the right time to cheer during a damn game is? Wow. Are you taking shots at JT the Brick? Bitter Kings fan coming at you (laughs) right now. No, not JT. JT knows hockey. He's a big Vegas fan now. I don't think 90% of those fans that were at the game on, what, Thursday or Friday night knew what the hell was going on. But I'm bitter, so just uh, point a finger at me. Are, are, are you done? Can I throw my draft notebook uh, out? Go or? ahead. Throw your draft in there. I left you 30 right, here seconds. We go. Uh, the, the qu- I get a minute. I get a minute, according to Bobo. Bills are moving up to number two, according to reports. Mason Rudolph, not a candidate for the Arizona Cardinals, according to uh, Tony Pauline. The Cleveland Browns, I know you don't believe in this, Arnie, are debating between your boy Sam Darnold from that weak-ass Pac-12 conference wow. and Josh Allen at number one Ooh. overall. So let's lose our minds because Saquon Barkley was wearing a New York Giants hoodie because, <laughs> I mean, maybe it was cold out. Uh, some reports say that the New York Jets are enamored with Baker Mayfield. And according to reports out of Indy, the Colts want them some Roquan Smith, the linebacker yep. out of Georgia, who some have projected to the Raiders at 10 or the Niners at 9, but apparently the Colts love him. Arnie, have a great week, buddy. Later. We'll be back next Sunday night here on Fox. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. The wait is almost over. 
Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.